Blog Talk Radio. Now through January 30th, you could win one of more than 17,000 prizes in the O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card giveaway powered by Valvoline. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today, pick up a game card, and follow the entry instructions to see if you're one of 500 lucky gift card winners each day. No purchase necessary. See O'ReillySweeps.com for official rules and details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. for you when you think you're about to give up yeah just read your bible it'll tell you what to do be not weary in doing well for in due season you're gonna read yeah say be not weary in doing well for in due season you're gonna read now say oh Good morning. My name is Gray Bun, and I am 11 years old. You're listening to Free on the Inside, my papa, Diggy Joe Lewis. Good morning. Welcome to our weekly Internet broadcast. I am your host, the state of our little young Gregory Bunton, and you are listening to Free on the Inside. Oh, I am so glad to be with you this morning. We have a guest on the line, two great guests on the line, and I'm excited about what God is doing in their life. And, you know, as you listen to this show, we want you to be encouraged. We want you to be informed, and we want you to be challenged to do, be all you could be in Christ Jesus. You know, this ministry is geared up towards our young men and women and our uh, adults that's incarcerated that feel like they locked out but not left out. And we bring people onto this show, men and women, to share what God is doing in their lives. And right now we're going to bring on a young man on our show here, uh, uh, Fred Hanley. He's going to share with you what does says the Lord regarding our juvenile ministry. Good morning. Are you on air? Hey, good morning, Reverend Lewis. How you doing today? So happy to be a part of your uh, listening audience and uh, to share just what, what's going on, all the great things that God is doing amongst our kids and the young people that uh, we don't give up on. And the ones that we give up on, there is no hope. But the ones that we will reach back to always have hope because there's somebody there to help carry them along. And just uh, really excited uh, just about the work that you and I have an opportunity to do together at the Dallas County Juvenile Department uh, through the A-Team Ministry. And, uh, you know, by way of introduction of myself, I've been involved with youth ministry through Straight Ahead Ministries since 1994. Uh, Straight Ahead Ministries is a an organization that's actually worldwide now, um, and we're impacting about 15 states directly here with uh, – operating entities that are up and running, and uh, just uh, just really excited about what God's doing. I, I've seen some wonderful things, some great miracles come through, but probably the greatest miracle that uh, I've ever witnessed in the prison reentry ministry uh, is on the line with us as well, who will be joining us, uh, Sean Griggs Sr. Uh, from Atlanta, was one of my clients way back in 1991, and I was a... Uh, blessed to have a, a first front row seat to a miracle that God did, uh, clearly that neither he nor I really knew how it was going to work out, but uh, he went in trusting God and came out after saving some lives, and here we sit today 20 years later for him to share with your audience, and I think it will be a complete blessing to let him just share on something that we're working on. I'm just releasing a DVD called Back to the Block, that covers, you know, the real miracle for, for, for prison ministry is not the transformation that happens, just just the transformation that happens while you're inside. The real miracle is when you come home and you're still free 10, 15, 20 years after your last visit. So the miracle, I believe, prison ministry, for all your listeners, is this. Not that you got in trouble, not that you served time, but that you got out, and that was the last time you ever went in. And I'll I'll throw it over to you and Sean just to let Sean share on what's on his heart regarding how you stay out. Because I think that's really what's important. All right. Well, don't don't hang up on us. We want to come back to you, but we will be with you shortly. Is that okay? 
No problem. I'll be here. All right. Good morning. You're on the air. Sean. Yes. How you doing, brother? Look, great. God bless you. I thank you so much for coming on to our show. Sean, will you introduce yourself to our, our listening audience and tell us what God has been doing in your life? Yes, my name is Sean L. Grigg Sr., and um, I am a blessed child of God. Uh, God worked a miracle in my life. I, I went in trusting God with 18 years and nine months, and out of that 18 years and nine months, I only served five and a half because I went in trusting God for a miracle to change my life. And um, ever since then, I, I've been uh, walking with God and everything and doing the right thing, and I'm an armor bearer at a church right today ever since I've been home. I haven't had a traffic ticket or anything since then. And um, it's just it's just been a wonderful journey, you know, to be able to trust God. And that's what you have to be able to do, trust God when you can't see him or feel him. Amen. That is a powerful thing. Sean, right now we have a, a Fred on the line, and we're going to talk to him uh, just briefly. You hold on because I realize this Fred is on the road, so we want to just get as much information out of him. But we want to come back, and we want you to continue to share what God is doing in your life. I sure will, brother. Brother Fred, you still there? I absolutely am here. Great. I tell you what, then we uh, realize that you're on the road, but we want to make this as brief and as swift as possible because we want you to have a safe journey. Now, Fred, will you give us some, uh, uh, some information on how to get involved in the ministry in which God had laid at your hands regarding the juvenile ministry? Yes, 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 certainly. Um, if your listeners will go to youthvillagedallas.org, um, and that's youthvillagedallas, all spelled out, dot .org, uh, you can make contact with, with me there. Uh, you can learn about the works that we're doing at uh, Dallas County uh, Juvenile uh, Department's Youth Village and Medline Treatment Center. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're working on a, developing a, a mentorship program with the Dallas County and Big Brothers Big Sisters that is going to be specifically designed for our population of young people. Um, Amen. Typically, they don't work the other way around, so we're gonna make it work. So that's the Dallas Youth Village, Dallas dot org, and and I'll hang out with you as long as my signal's good. So take your time, don't feel rushed. Okay, that sounds great. Now I tell you what, now is there um or what uh, uh criteria it takes to be involved in the ministry? Because sometimes people say I don't have enough and I don't know what to do. I have a desire, but I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm gifted enough to do this. Great, great question. You don't seem to be a Hey, are you still there, Fred? I will see our, our signal is dropping out on us here, listening to the audience. But we are afraid that Fred's going to get back. Well, we're going to switch over to Sean, and we're going to ask Fred to give us a call back, and we're going to follow up on that. Amen. Yeah, I'm still here. Good morning, Sean. Yes, sir. I'm still here, brother. Yes, sir. Fred dropped out on us. Hopefully he'll give us a call back. Now, uh, Sean, he will. Will, you, uh, will you uh, share with our audience uh, what God is doing in your life and how we can be involved in, in doing the work of the ministry? Because the word said, go ye therefore. You know, sometimes we feel like we if we don't have it in us, so we don't have the ability to go forth. Yeah. Well, well one thing about it, you have to have that trust in your heart to know that you got to, you have to learn God for yourself because you know other a lot of people want to introduce you to false gods and all this here of things you can't help or what I can take you to this person to help you or I can take you to that person because when you see my DVD that's what it's talking about back to the block or how you're going to be able to change where you where you're going because if you can't change that, then you're going to end up back to where you went, where you came from. And a man without a, a man or a woman without a future will soon return to their past, and you will return to your past if you don't know where you're going. And so you have to have that trust. You have to trust somebody because we always have trusted in our guns and our drugs and in our other things and our cars, but we never gave God a try. So when we get in trouble and, and, and things are not going right, then we want to call on God. But, see, God knows when you're playing, you know, so you have to be real on, on what you're doing. And so if you stay focused, you, you'll make it. 
Amen. That is so true. That is so true. You know, I with uh, with my brief encounter with our young men that's in the juvenile department, they are seeking things, but they're looking at it in the wrong way. Uh, look, trying to achieve it in the wrong way. You know, mm-hmm. what can we do as a ministry team and as born again believers that live that kind of life? Redirect our young men in the way they well, so we, well, the, the way that you redirect them, you have to you have to hit the heart first. Because, see, if you hit the heart first, then the mind will change. You have to have a change of heart. See, because you can want, you can, your mind can do it, but your heart is what changes things. So when you change your heart, then you will change your mind to be able to walk and do what you need to do. Then when that brother or that sister come to you and say, how can I help you, you can be able to tell them what your struggle is or, or what you're going through so they can stand with you to carry you on through to, to, so you can stand on your own. Hey, Amen. That is so, so true. Now, uh, uh, now, please tell us about this video that you uh, that you have produced. Okay, back to the block. You know, we always go back to where we caught our case, or we always have to go back to the hood. There's nothing wrong with going back to the hood, but you can't stay. Not when you just came out. You you, you have to change that. You, you cannot go back to where you caught your case, because if you do that, you're going to get caught back up in the system, and you lose right. again, and you lose again. Amen. And, and and that video is it geared up towards uh, what age group are we talking about? Or will it cover? It, it don't matter. It, it, it don't matter, sir. It's, it's 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 about life itself. You can be one year old if you can understand it. It, it pertains to you. You hey, can be ninety nine. You can be ninety nine. Hey, and there's something hey, in that DVD to help you, brother. And you know what? And that's so true, Klaus. You know. Uh, uh, a, a sin don't have no respect to person, you know. Yes, and as you said that right there, you know, yes, and, you, and, you, and you're so right. Now I tell you what, now during your time of transition, how difficult was it to uh, kind of change your surroundings? Because you know, we tell young people, hey, change your surroundings, it, it, but we know painful. that we grew up doing what we it did. It was painful. It was painful. It was painful to change it because you have to go through. What they're saying to you, oh, you this, or you that, oh, you don't want to be with us now, or you don't forget us now. But see, what you have to understand, they've been right there in that same spot since you've been gone during that time. So, like I said, a man without a future is soon, soon returning to his past because they will want you to come back to hold their hand. Oh, that's my boy. He's back with me. But, see, your boy had been doing time you have. Your boy don't have that money to you do. So you have to stay focused in what you're doing. They talked about Jesus Christ, so they're going to talk about you when you're doing something right. They said you will be persecuted for his name's sake. So if you're doing right, they're going to persecute you, but you have to keep your head up and God will fight your battle because he tells you the battle is not, the fight is not yours, it's his. You're so right. And, you know, during my time of transition, uh, they would tell me you're not to go around your people and pay and do the thing you used to do, but that's the only thing you ever done. And so that's I know the only how thing you ever done. Yeah, that's the only thing. But you know, your family do it. Your, all all yeah. your relatives are doing it. Your yeah. friends are doing it. So it's difficult to yeah. get out of that. Now, what yes, it is. But... Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, brother. Okay. Now, uh, during your, your ministry, what things have you tried to uh, input Impede into your ministry to let uh, young men know that there is a better lifestyle, there is a better way of accomplishing their goal in life. Well, that's where it comes about who do you trust. See, because if you trust, you, you already don't trust it in yourself, and you didn't make it. So if you try God and trust in God, he will make that way for you. And and if you walk with him, he's going to move and put you where you need to be. But you got to be faithful to God to understand what he's doing in your life because obstacles come every day. They're going to come, hey, come on, man, let's smoke this blunt. You know you can't smoke that blunt because you, 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 you're urinating in, in a cup. You know you can't drink that 40. See, see all those things that they're going to want you to do, but you have to change that. You have to change that by, by, by praying, 
and reading the Word of God because the Word of God is true. Amen. You're so so right. And uh, now, where are you located at? I'm I'm located in Atlanta. I'm located yeah, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Great, great. You know, because you know, this is the internet broadcast, and we realize that it goes all over the world. You know, the okay. same God that we're serving here in Dallas, Texas, it's the same God that makes itself available and present in Atlanta, Georgia. Amen. I've always been a cowboy. I always loved Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I've been a great. cowboy all my life. <laughs> I <love laughs> but I just grew up a Georgia boy. <laughs> Amen. Well, so we, 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 uh, I'm so. Uh, yeah, Sean, we're so glad to have you on our internet, and we're going to go on with this interview here because you have so much valuable information that you can impede to our listening audience, whether they're young or old, because we know that this message is going to go out and it's going to touch somebody's life and it's going to make them say, oh, what must I do to get out of this situation? And what we do yes, is tell them about Jesus. And tell them about Jesus. Now, what, uh, now uh, you said that you're being out and you're being uh, doing ministry. What, involved, what type of ministry are you doing right now? Well, I'm a, I'm a bear for, for the pastor. I've been okay. a armor bearer for the pastor. I walked with the pastor one time. I've been walking with the pastor ever since because uh, of this, the, the, the feel of the Spirit and, and praying for me, asking God for me to come. I came just like they prayed for me. I still had my gold reel up from top to bottom. But over the years, God took all that away because he worked from the inside out. Oh, amen. It's so true. And as you... Uh, as you are, are assisting the needs of the pastor, and you see young men that wants to do something. Because once you let's, let's face it, once we stop doing what we used to do, we found like we uh-huh. you know we kind of lost at what we gonna do now. How do you <laughs> yes, uh, yes. kind of encourage young men that you meet them during your ministry, just doing life, to saying hey, there is life after we get through messing up and, and living that crazy yes. life? Because it, it was a challenge for me. I said, man, what I can't do nothing. I can't have fun no more. How did you right, make that right, transition? Right. Well, the way I made that transition, I didn't, I didn't uh, keep going back where I knew that I would get caught up at. And so when I stayed at the church with the brothers who was already going somewhere, who was married, and the brothers who would take time to talk when I was needing to talk, or I always had Fred Henley. Yeah. And Fred yeah. Henley always, I, I mean, it's just, that's who I always had to walk with me, to talk with me, to help me understand, okay, this is the way you can go. You can you can do this right here. You don't have to do that anymore. If you trust God, he'll give you everything you ever wanted and needed. Amen, amen. That is just some trust in God. You know, uh, Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, mm-hmm. and all those other things will be added. You know, as we go down to the jails and prison here in Dallas, Texas, we see that our young men are seeking the face of God, and they very uh, and they very earnest about them. You know, they desire in jail, but after they make that transition, you know, I try to impede into them. Hey, the same God that you're looking for and you serving in here is the same one that's on the outside. Oh, brother, you on it? You are so on it. I can't wait till you see this DVD because you just said what I'm telling you. Was, this this is not a mistake that I'm on the air today because Amen. I'm telling you, when you see this DVD, everything that we're saying and you're saying, I'm telling you. So this is so powerful of God. Oh, I can't wait till you see it. I can't wait till you see it because everything that you're saying, I'm telling you. Oh, that's powerful. I'm I telling you how. Go ahead. I'm telling you how you can make it and how you can stay out. This is a powerful thing, oh, God. I've never been lost of words. But that day, God took over. He did that <laughs> video. Amen. And I'm excited about it. And, uh, you know, as we go down and we make our way to the jail and juvenile uh Excited. They allow us to show uh, different videos, and I, I know that this one will be a blessing because I know a friend, and I, and I know you because of the spirits. You know, I can hear how God is working in your life. I never met yes, you sir. before, but I know that God is doing a mighty work in your life. And as we get ready to wind down this here interview, would you share with our listening audience what God has laid on your heart that's so profound that it may change the life of someone that's listening? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I hope it does. That's that's why I did the video, because I wanted to save somebody's life. They asked me, why are you doing this video? I said, because I want to help save somebody's life. Because what God put on me 
could bear, he knew it wouldn't kill me. And so I was able to tote it so I could be able to do what I'm doing right now. I have, I have had many trials come up to try to pull me back in. But what I did, I stayed faithful and kept running to the church and Amen. kept staying with Fred. I kept staying with Fred. Fred kept his hand on me. It was many times I wanted to break loose, but he was just like that cowboy I love. He would rope me back in. <laughs> that is powerful. That's powerful. That is a, that is truly a blessing. And I share with our young men and, and the adults that David, you know, David was on the battlefield, and he stood back-to-back -back with one of his soldiers. And we should have someone that we standing back-to-back. -back. I love the way you put that, how Fred brought you in. And, you know, it had not been for the grace and the mercy of God, where would we be? Mm. We need somebody to have our back, and we have their back. You know, uh, someone 20 years, on sir. the word of God. It's been 20 years he, he hadn't let me go yet. Oh, man, that is great. That is powerful. Well, well, thank you very much for this interview. And uh, I'll tell you what, I would love for you to be back on our show to do a follow-up. As I see the video, I'm going to call you and let you share some more things with us, uh, regarding what God is doing in your life. I sure will, brother. I will, I will be, that will be wonderful. God bless you. And this show is archived. It's on uh, Blog Talk Radio forward slash granny place and you can go back and you can hear this interview and you can uh share this interview with other people that uh, uh that's want to be encouraged okay amen so great thank you for being our guest and uh looking forward to talking to you in the upcoming year and, and see what god is doing in your life okay brother y'all be blessed and until we meet again god bless you have a great day god Bye. bless you have a great day peace Amen, amen. What a great interview we had right there. Let's give it a follow-up. Amen. What a powerful, what a powerful, what a powerful interview. How God is working in his life. And we lost Fred on the line. And we're going to try to bring him back for a short, uh, uh, for a follow-up on the interview where he can show, tell us how to get involved in the in the juvenile ministry. And uh, if you bear with us a few minutes here, we're going to call him up right now. And uh, we pray that you have been blessed. And, again, if you would like to call into the studio to, share, to talk to our guest, the number is 310-982-4126. And you can call us and you can share uh, uh, with the guests and uh, and see what's going on in their, in, in their lives and see what's going on in your life also. Amen. And as we're calling up Fred right now, we know that he's in route. Hopefully we got a good signal here. And, uh, again, that number to call in. Amen. And we got him on the on the line now. Good morning, you're on the net. Good morning. Good morning, you're on the net. Good morning. Amen. I guess we don't have Fred there right now, but hopefully he'll call us back. But as this uh show is going on, we want you to be encouraged, we want you to be informed, we want you to be challenged to be all that you can be in Christ Jesus. Amen, and we're looking forward to having Fred here on the line with us to give us a follow-up on how you two can get involved in our juvenile ministry. Amen, and uh, and 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 I want you to try, I want you to search your heart, and you know because as we go on with this show week after week, we bring men and women on here that's involved in ministry, and uh, and from our uh, women's, we we brought a guest in a couple weeks ago, Vicky White. She shared with us on how to get involved. And, and being a mentor to our young girls that's incarcerated. And we uh, brought Fred. He came on and told her how to be involved in our juvenile ministry. We have men that have went through the system, and God is changing their lives. You know, as I go down, as I uh, do the ministry, I go down to the Hutchinson Jail once a week, and we do a Bible study down there. And uh, and, and the young people, are, and, and, uh, and all of them, I'm just going to say young, but all of those down there, Seeking to have a relationship with God, and they are, and, and they are, uh, and, and they want to make themselves available to be used by God, Amen. And so, and, and so, I've counted a blessing. I counted a blessing to be involved in a ministry like that. And we pray that you, uh, that you will be involved in a ministry like that. Again, if you'd like to talk, call in and speak to our guest, that number would be three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Amen. And we'll see if we got Fred here on the line. Hello. Good morning. You're on the net. Hey, good what's going on, Brother Joe? Well, good morning. Hey, I brought you right back. I want you to share with our audience right quick how to get in, uh, involved in the ministry. 
We lost you while ago. Okay. She was making. Okay, go right ahead. Yes. Uh, go to youthvillage.org on the net, on the on the internet, and uh, just contact me there. My name is Fred Henley. There's a, a place there you can email me. I'll get you all the information that you need. Uh, primarily, you have, you know, we have a to, to do ministry with Dallas County. You have to have a background check, and other than a background check and a willing heart, uh, you have to complete uh, a, a training that they do on working with young people. Uh, but that's it. Those are the only requirements: a background check and the completion of Dallas County's uh, mandatory training, and you know, a heart for God that you want to impact the young people. Amen, amen. Now, Fred, now tell me, now what is the name of the ministry that you're involved in down at the uh, Henry Wade? Uh, the Henry Wade is called the A-Team, uh, and I'm filling in uh, for the direct founder director, uh, Bill Stafford, who's been taken ill, and, and we're hoping that he'll get back better. But, you know, we're, we're just, you know, continuing to try to fill in that work with the A-Team. But if you if they contact any of your listeners will contact me via the Youth Village website, I'll put them in touch with uh, the work that we do at Henry Way. And that sounds great. Well, thank you very much. It's been a great interview, and we thank you for coming on our show. As always, you've been a friend of mine, and and we thank you for how you continue to encourage us. And and we realize that this is a uh, mighty undertaking that, that that God have allowed us to do, but we're doing it to the best of our ability. And I'm glad to have you as, uh, as a friend of mine. Wonderful, man. Likewise, after the feeling is mutual. And if you want to check out the DVD, uh, look at some clips from the DVD, you can go to YouTube, and it's at slg.tv. Uh, wait a minute. Let me uh, write this here down uh, before I let you go. You said what now? Repeat that again. It's at YouTube. And when you search, the search box would be the letter slg.tv, and that's Sean's, that's Sean Griggs' initials, slg.tv on YouTube. Well, great, great. Well, we're looking forward to getting that video and sharing it with our young men that's uh, incarcerated, and our older adults. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir, absolutely. Great. Amen, you have a brother. Good, you have a safe trip. Hey, and I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing you next Saturday because you know, it'll be our time yes, to go down to the uh, anyway, great. And so looking forward to it. Right. God bless you. And uh, thank you very much. God keep you, brother. Thanks. All right. Bye, Bye now. Amen. What a great interview that we had there from Fred. Amen. We pray that you have been blessed. And he gave us some information. He also gave a, uh, a website to go and look at the video in which he was talking about this from Sean Grigg there, a young man at God that worked with Mylan. And, again, that's SLG. Dot TV. You can go to YouTube and you can look that up, and uh, and, and be uh, and be encouraged by the video, amen. And maybe you can uh, 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 get that video and share it with our young men and women. You know what does says the Lord, and we want to thank uh, uh, Brother Fred for his interview, amen. He's done a great job as always, and the man, and it's a blessing to have. And as we're gonna take a, a short pause for the calls right here and then we're gonna bring on our next guest. Amen. And remember, remember this number and give us a call. That's three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Give us a call. Speak to our guest. Amen. Again, that number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Amen. Give us a call and uh and just uh, share with our guests or what does say Lord and ask them how to get involved in some things. Amen. And as we get ready to uh you in our next guest here we want you to uh be mindful that god is always on the throne and that he's always in charge and as we uh get ready to bring in our next guest we're going to let you play we're going to play this tune for you and then we're going to cue in our next guest amen pda hit me
morning. You're on the net. Welcome to our weekly internet broadcast there, Mr. Riggins. Good morning to you. Good morning. Great, great. And thank you very much for being on our broadcast this morning. Would you please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us what God is doing in your life regarding your ministry? Uh, my name is uh, David Rucker, and we're doing a lot for the Lord as far as trying to save souls and help those that are that are in need of, of people understanding their grief. We, um, I work for the uh, the Texas Juvenile Justice Department, and I deal with uh, juveniles every day. And also, uh, uh, my wife and I are ministers. Amen, amen. We thank you very much for that introduction now. And as you start working with our young people, you you see the challenges that are facing them. How do you uh, help those in the in the work that you're doing, how to navigate through those challenges if you're able to do those things? Well, one of the things that, that I found that is very, uh, very rewarding is sitting down listening to the youth that we have that we're dealing with in the church and in the secular church. Uh, jobs because uh there's so many of them that they 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 have no way to express their true feelings and what's really going on inside and they just they just need first of all someone sit down and give a good listening ear without judging them that's what uh, i see that works with us Amen, amen. And uh, during uh, my encounter with our young men along with yourself, you see that they are searching for some things. And the world has things that they offer them, but we know that those things don't last long. What can we do as a ministry team and as a born-again believer try to redirect our young men and women about uh, seeking things in a right way? Well, first of all, we've got to look at them as young souls that were placed here by God for a purpose. And it's up to us to seek God as we talk with them and counsel with them and ask God for direction to give them what they need because each and every one of them need different things. Uh, They're all individuals, and there's no blanket coverage for all of them. So you've got to sit down and first seek God and ask them, what does this youth need? And so, therefore, when you start doing that, God opens up and gives you a knowledge of who you're dealing with. And rest assured that truly that God is going to go ahead and give them something at that time uh, of their need. Because when we meet when we meet the youth, we meet them at some sort and some part of their life where they do need some direction, and it could be anything. Uh, it could be grief. It could be just need of someone that just loves them without trying to re- grab something back from them. So that's that's first of all. We've got to be able to say, okay, this is a soul that God has given us to sit down and try to redirect because there's a lot of the youth that we are dealing with in our churches, in the secular, uh, secular job that they're called. They're called. They're young ministers. Young men, boys, girls, these are young ministers for their generation. And it seems like just the devil gets them caught up in different things, and uh, he's very diabolical. So, therefore, they need some direction as far as from the spiritual standpoint, first and foremost. Amen. That is so true. That is so true. During my encounter with our young men, uh, I like to get them involved in these services and the program that we are putting on because, you know, they do have a lot to give. And, uh, and you know, just as Jesus asked Peter, who do men say that I am? And we have to Amen. let our young people realize, you know, you know uh, let them come to the conclusion who God is in their life. Amen. Amen. So I like that take. I like that take you have on that. But as we go on with this interview, you have a ministry that is very dear to your heart, and and as I heard it, it, it touched me also. Would you care to share that uh, this ministry with us? Uh, yes, sir. Well, it's twofold. First of all, um, I I'm, I was the head of a there's an organization called uh, Parents of Murdered Children. They headquarter out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, when I was living in Toledo area, uh, because my son was murdered back in 1992 as he came back from Desert Storm, 
I I experienced, although I was a minister and I, at that time I was a police officer, there wasn't any support groups that are, that I was familiar with. And uh, it so happened that uh, God opened up a door for me to meet some uh, individuals that were part of this. And so, therefore, I started a group up in Toledo. And when I did start the, uh, the group up in Toledo, uh, I met my wife who had uh, just lost what she would have been my my stepdaughter a, a few months before that uh, by violence. She was... Uh, stalked by a young man and he was and he uh killed her and he went home and killed himself and uh but by me being part of the organization we got to talk and we've got a lot of uh, people involved and so but she started a uh a group called uh Shades for Life which helped uh, young ladies and teens period in uh safe dating and she started that and we both go out and uh, facilitate that and also, uh, I started uh, when I started Mar- uh, Parents of Murdered Children. Uh, we met a lot of people, so I left that and moved to Dallas. And I found out that Dallas doesn't have a Parents of Murdered Children chapter. And uh, we're right in the process now with dealing with uh, the headquarters, and we're supposed to be starting one uh, it's very soon. But my wife and I both go out and we deal and help. Uh, with parents that are going through the grieving process because uh, the grieving process could take a long time. But when you when you are motivated through what God has placed in your life, God seems like uh, he cuts through the red tape and he opens a lot of doors so you can deal with people where they are in their grieving process. So that's what we do. We do it from a spiritual standpoint and from a secular standpoint. Of trying to reach people, so we—that's what—that's what we do. That's our ministry. Hey, man, that's powerful ministry. And I like the way you said that from a, a religious standpoint and a, a secular standpoint, because we know that we can't separate uh, the word of God from life, and can't separate life from the word of God. And we need Amen. those two to be balanced. And, and as you uh, going about in that ministry, and you uh, and and you see the hearts that have been uh, broken through those right there. Uh, you know, confidence of people, uh, uh, confidence, confidence, someone in that condition, it takes a lot out of you. What drives you to keep doing what you're doing? Because I know you're pouring your heart out, you and your wife. Well, to be very honest uh, and be very transparent, it's something that God, a friend of mine told me. Another associate friend of mine told me. He was a minister. When my boy was murdered in uh, 1992, when he came back, he said something that was so profound. He told me, he said, Brother Rucker, God trusted your son's death to you. That was hard for me to understand at that time because I was going through grief. But through trying to let God finish his work in me and do the work that I'm called to do, I've just accepted it, and God showed me a lot of things about it. And therefore, it's something in my heart because uh, to lose a child, very tragically, uh, is, is something that it's, it takes you someplace where you've never been. It takes you to a place of almost somewhat in an isolated place where it's hard for people to get in because a lot of people are afraid to even come talk to you because they don't know what to say. But uh, it's, it's a ministry that God gave me, and I've accepted it, and I've seen how it's helped so many other other people, and I'm not alone. And my heart goes out to a lot of people that don't don't know which way to go or walk up. And a lot of family members don't even know how to even approach their own family members because some are ostracized because they're afraid. Well, my, is my child next? Is and all these imagine these thoughts that come into the mind from that, but. Um, so being honest and being open, I believe that is what gives us the gratification of just keep pushing, pushing Amen. to the place that that God wants to take the people. Amen. Now, if uh, someone would like to be involved in it or just need some help or grief counseling, uh, what's the number or uh, how would they be in touch with you and your organization to kind of 
to uh, you know to just kind of be uh, informed on what's going on, how to handle this difficult situation. Well, I, I can give you one number. It'd be two one four four five five ninety six zero seven, and uh, I can also give you two another number. It would be two one four four eight four two two six five. Okay. Okay. Great. And what we'll do, we'll, uh, we'll pray that our listening audiences listen to these numbers. And if someone ever asks us about it, we have some numbers. Because our program is set up to inform our listening audience, to encourage them, and to challenge them to be all they can be in Christ Jesus. And yes, we know sir. that uh, iron sharpen iron. So we can't do this alone. And I, my hat goes off to you and your wife for taking on this here challenge because it's something that uh, – that you know, that if it touches your life, you don't. You know, it's something that you, if you, you know, can't nobody give you a school on this. You know, because can't nobody be people perfect or anything like this. So, but you need to have people that can walk beside you. Amen. And I thank you and your wife for taking up that challenge to just to be an encourager to someone in the midst of a bad situation. But yes, sir. as a, but as you do, uh, doing the work of the ministry. And, uh, you know, our, our show is get up towards our young men and women, and we thank you for sharing that they're with us. But as you uh, encounter our young people, what joy are you getting out of this? Because we always know the bad side. We see them in there, but have you seen young people since in your time of ministry, uh, life have been turned around based on the program that you have been involved in and the, and the words of encouragement? Yes, in the secular part, yes. Uh, one of the joys that I've, uh, I encounter pretty often is watching these youth that have, have taken on some of the adult situations and find themselves trapped in. Uh, they see and they understand that they're youth, and I've seen them laugh and seen them just be, being young young children, and that's something that. Uh, Society doesn't show them. They show a lot of, you know, a lot of the grief and all, but there was a time in this young person's life that they were just happy-go-lucky and they got caught up. And when we sit down and talk with them or pray with them, they open up. They realize that they're here in a purpose. They see some of the gifts and the talents they have, but the devil has come come along with himself and tried to use it to their demise. So when you allow yourself to be open also, and we as parents and we as, as adults, we have to open, be transparent. We don't tell the kids all, you know, all the wrong that we've done, but we've got to be able to be approachable. And once we see, uh, once they see that we're approachable, they open up, and that's where the fun is. I said, man... I didn't know that this child had this much talent in him or had this gift because, like you said, iron sharpens iron, but it doesn't say what iron. So, therefore, some of what the the youth bring to you when you sit down and counsel with them, they're sharpening you, and they're bringing you sometimes to a realization that, wait a minute, maybe I'm not sold out the way I'm supposed to be. So that's what's that's one of the the great things that I've experienced. And I and I tell any adult uh, to just sit down and listen. If you sit down and listen and you, you'll find some humor in it, you'll find some grief in it, you'll find a little bit of everything that life has to, to deal with you, and it gives you such an open door that you'll be surprised even in yourself when maybe what lies in you, what might lie in, lie in you that, you can be able to say, wow, I need to sharpen this a little bit more, allow this youth to help me sharpen, be sharp. Amen. That is so true. That is so true. And as I share with our young men doing uh, my ministry, as I go to the juvenile department, uh, I share with them out of, um, uh, uh, I think it's Philippians uh, uh, 6 and 10, where it talks about putting on the whole arm of God. Ephesians, Amen. I'm sorry, Ephesians six and ten. Ephesians, and you know, because uh, you know, our young people they're gonna put on the armor every day. You know, you can yeah. put on that godly armor, you can put on that worldly armor. Amen. And, and, and I can hear through this interview how you are trying to resuit them by the, by the changing of their minds on how to put on this uh, godly armor. 
Right. That could, you know, that could be able to weather the storm now. Mr. Rucker, uh, Riggins, as we get ready to uh, wind down this interview, would you share a word of encouragement to our listening audience? And we, we would like to uh, continually to uh, uplift you and your ministry that God allows to be all it can be. Amen? Amen. Well, I would tell everyone that's listening that God knows who you are. God knows what you can bring to the table of his souls. And when you don't understand some situations that the Lord allowed you to go into, my first my first weapon, my first weapon is to call on God and say, Lord, give me what to say. Because there's a lot of times we might say something and it might just distance people. But if we sit down and first ask God, Lord, you knew this was going to happen today. You knew I was going to encounter a youth today, a parent today, someone that needs a word of encouragement. Lord, will you please give me the right words to say? And everybody can do that. It's Thank God that we all can come to him, open face, and he knows each and every one of us. So my prayer is that everyone that encounters a soul today, that you win a soul. Amen. It might be not be that soul, but that you say, Lord, I'm gonna give this soul something that's in me, and they're gonna, I'm gonna receive something back from them that they can see that I really love God's people, and that's all of us. That is so true. God bless you. This has been a great interview, and we want to thank you again for being on our uh, internet pro- program. And we would love to do a follow up on uh, with you and have you come on to be a guest at a later date. I'll, I'll be glad to. We we should have everything up and running by then. Uh, I'm waiting for them to call me back, and so we can set up this this interview and do what we need to do with uh, parents of murdered children. And it shall. And we will be letting you know, putting in the paper and the radio stations and letting them know that it's up and running. All right, great. Keep us informed, and if you would like to go back and listen to this broadcast at a later date, we we are archived all our broadcasts, and you can find us at uh. Of blogtalkradio.com forward slash granny place. And yes, um, we'll have you on there so you can share it with your family and friends and loved ones and make it a part of your uh, ministry. Oh, I appreciate it. Now, I, I count it an honor that you would call me. I, I really do. And I thank God for what you've been doing because it's, it's needed. God, it's needed. God, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. You and your family have a great day and Merry Christmas to you. Yes, sir, and same to you. God bless. Amen. Have a great day. Bye. Yes, sir, you too. Bye. Uh, what a great interview, that. What a great interview. We want to thank God for coming on that and sharing with us. Uh, he have a powerful ministry that he gave us some numbers there that you can contact him and uh, be involved in it, and we know that that is a very difficult thing to uh uh, to accept, but God do not want you to walk alone. So, amen. We ask you to go back and listen to our program, and I give you those numbers toward the end of the show. But we have a, a call on the line there. We're going to bring her on. Good morning. You're on the net. Oh, good morning. And how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Good morning, Mother Hill. Mother Hill, we have about five minutes. We had a great, we had a, uh, some great interviews this morning there. We pray yes, you for the part of the show mm-hmm. here. And we want to thank you for coming on it. And uh, I see that you uh, you adjusted to our new time, dear. So that's great. Yes. <laughs> You're much God, better. <laughs> God is Oh, able. much, much better. A mother here. Oh, a, I tell you, uh, Dick and Lewis, this is really great what you're doing. I enjoy the people that come on and speak and to share with others how their lives have changed. And uh, I tell you, every day our life change. We don't ever see the same day. It just changes for us. And God has given us what we need for that day. So what happened yesterday, you can't do anything about it. What's going to happen tomorrow, it's going to be another day that God would give to you. But I tell you, most of all, Dick and Lewis, I would like to talk about how women are working, they get depressed, 
because they working so hard trying to raise children, trying to keep a house, and some are working, and they just get overwhelmed with that. But Second um, Corinthians 4 and 8 uh, says that uh, we are pressed on every side but troubled, but we are not crushed. So we going to have all the troubles that we have. These are just earthly things that we encounter. But if we endure them, we know that God is there with us. He's not going to turn us by ourselves. And we are just like garbage uh, to dump. And to let us know that as we in the dump, that God is there to recycle us. And a lot of us need recycling. Because every day, that is one thing that you can remember. But just think about what you would give to your children and coming up on the Christmas, and you've already been planning for your, tri- for your Christmas. But it's nothing that you can give your children would be what God gives to us. We are his children. And as his children, he has great things for us. All we have to do is look for it. And he'll give it to us. He'll show you. Uh, every time I look at my family and they've grown older, and I wonder, where did they come from? I am just overwhelmed with them when I see them. And they tell me how old they are. But that doesn't matter because days God do not measure by days. Uh, but they continue to grow. But what I would like to say is that we are God's garden. He has planted us to be beautiful roses. Whatever, whatever kind of flower you like, we are in God's garden. And you know how beautiful that is. And we are like that. But we have to be recycled every day like you have to dump your trash. Because without him, there is no way. Jesus has to take it all for us. And he's done so much for us already. And I don't know anybody that will go through what Jesus went through with us. And how can you not thank him? That is our work. For this week, you don't, you trust in God and know that whatever kind of day you have, he's not going to let it get you down if you remember him. But, okay, Deacon, I, uh, yeah, we have a lot of normal details that we have to go through. God knows. He has already given us what we need to do. And when we don't do it, we are going against him. And our bodies are temples. So we have to be careful of what we put into our bodies. And women, they are gorgeous. They're beautiful. No matter what, just tell them this is what God and it's all kinds of people, Dick. Fat, slim, old, all kinds of people are in different ways. But God made you. So why do you try to go and remake yourself? Everybody has a time limit. And no matter how you go and get your face lifted and all of that, it doesn't make any difference. Because when God sees you, you still look like a rag. So let us us plead on God and have a wonderful day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Okay. Thank you, we thank Dee. you for that. We thank you for that words of encouragement. Go out to our young ladies, and we could continually to uh, 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 give God all the glory for everything that He do in our life. Mother, we thank you for calling in, and you have been a blessing each and every week. And we pray that God continually to bless you and allow you to call in and encourage our listening audience. Amen. I, I will be calling back. Amen. Have a great day, and if we get ready to sign off, continue to listen to our weekly internet broadcast. Amen. I will. 
Okay, then. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. We want to thank Mother for being on our air. Amen. As we get ready to wind down this program, we will never, ever get off this program without thanking you for listening to us. And we realize that you could be a lot, doing a lot of things, but you took time out to listen to our weekly pro, uh, broadcast. And we pray that something was said through the Word of God that encouraged you and strengthened you and to challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus. We had uh, uh, some great guests on this morning here. We had uh, Mr. Uh, Hanley, Fred Hanley here, uh, he was from our juvenile department. He came in and he shared with us how to get involved in the juvenile, how to, uh, uh, how the need is so great that, uh, you know, that we need people to be involved in the juvenile. I go down there uh, to the juvenile department twice a month, and I know that our young men are seeking to have a relationship with God. They're looking for real people. You know, you don't have to be uh, very educated in a lot of things of this world, but you just have to have a heart for ministry. And they can see that. You know, young people are very sharp and savvy. They can know if you're faking and shaking. Just So just go to them just the way you are and say, hey, I messed up. But God is able because in the Bible, God used ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And let me repeat that. God used ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I don't know what God had planned for you or me, but let's be obedient and let's be willing to say, God, I want you to open my eyes up, Lord, that I can see you. God, I want you to open my ears that I can hear you. God, make me the man that you want me to be. And guess what? God is faithful and just. Amen. Then we had Brother Sean that came on, and he talked about how he was incarcerated, how God had changed his life, and how now he has a video that's out. And you can go to uh, or you can go to YouTube and 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 log on, and you can see a portion of that video. And that's a, a YouTube that's at SLG TV, and you can see a portion of that video. And, and once you try to purchase that video. Okay, we gave you some numbers to call us and, uh, and get in touch with us, okay? I, I want you to go back and listen to the program so you can get the numbers, okay? Because uh, we want you to be well-informed. We would like to uh, uh, give a shout-out to our own pastor, Pastor Michael Morgan, and his uh, lovely wife, Sister Morgan, over at Shady Grove Baptist Church. We're located at 4802 Burma Road, Dallas, Texas. The zip code is 75216. We're located in Dallas, Texas. This is the Internet program. We realize it goes all over the world. So if you make your way to Dallas, please come and see us, okay? We're a small church with a big heart. We have a heart for ministry. We have a heart for the work of, the, of what God has allowed us to do. We would like to give a shout-out to our uh, partner uh, churches over at uh, First Free Will Baptist Church. That's over in Wheeling and Duncanville. Amen. And we do our computer training class over there, and the class is still going on. And the young men are still being encouraged over there. Amen. And we would just like for you to uh, just continue to keep our young men in prayer. That ad address is 1415 Wheatland Road, Duncanville. That's Dallas, Texas. And we're trying to uh, help our young men develop some skills, you know, that'll last a lifetime. Amen. But as we get ready to wind down on this show, thank you very much for listening. You know, uh, we're going to a new hour now where God is steady increasing us. So, we thank God for our guests. We thank God for our uh, past guests that's been on here that's been able to bless us. And for the future guests that God is going to touch their hearts and allow them to come on and share with us what does says the Lord. But as we uh, are getting ready to wind down, uh, I want you to have a blessed day. I want you to be encouraged. I continue to make yourself available to be used by God. To be used by God. Say, God, what would you have me to do on this day? God, what life can I touch to make a difference in? God, lead me in the ways that I should go. God, be there for me. Give me the right uh, answers in, in different situations, dear Lord. Lord, order my steps. And, and you know what? God is faithful and God is just. We ask you to continually to listen to this program, continue to be an encourager to someone. Amen. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the guests that came on, dear Lord. We thank you for the information that which you have given them, dear Lord. You knew what they needed at such a time as this. Dear Lord, we pray that, that, uh, that what they share with us will be a blessing to our listening audience. We pray that you continually to bless this program. Bless all our listeners. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus, which is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen.
God bless you. Have a great day. Amen. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, what is? God loves you. Thank you. Goodbye. God loves you. I was just.